You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Move With Radiance. This is season two, episode one, and I'm your host, Stephanie. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) I'm really excited. It's been a long time coming. I've been working really hard on season two, and I have so many amazing conversations that I can't wait to share with you all. But I'm starting off with a solo episode. There's just been a few things on my mind, especially around this time of year, as it's really common to be setting New Year's resolutions. And so I kind of wanted to break down my thoughts around around that, especially when it comes to, to weight loss and health, which I know are two really common um, goals that people set around this time of year. Um, and so I really just, yeah, I just wanted to break that down and to just give you some of my thoughts and some tips around setting setting these resolutions and yeah. That's where I wanted to go. <laughs> I thought I thought it was really important, especially um, just with the conversations that we're going to be having in this season, and um, really understanding what it is that you want for yourself and for your life, not only for 2019 but forever. I mean, again, those things change, but just really learning how to um, get clear on what you want is so freaking important in this life. And I think a lot of us base our goals or our resolutions on things that we should be doing rather than what it is that we actually want and the feelings that we actually want to be manifesting by achieving those things. So yeah, that's, that's where we're going today. But before we get started, I want to just keep you guys posted with what's going on around here and sort of what you can expect for 2019. For those of you who have been following me for a few episodes in season, the last few episodes of season one, and really on Instagram, I talk about it all the time. (laughs) I have been currently enrolled or participating in a program called Hungry for Happiness. And this program, the the reason behind participating or or doing this program is I really wanted to get a deeper um, level of of coaching and for um, body and, and food specifically, and just to be just deepen my knowledge and become a better coach for you all. But something I was really not expecting was the kind of impact that it would have on my life and the kind of change that this program has, has brought and the kind of awareness and relationship that I now have with myself is something I've never had before. And really something I didn't realize I was striving for. And so this program, Sam really the woman who runs the program, Samantha Skelly, she really, really focuses on her coaches embodying the work. And so we actually go through the, the formula that I will be using for my clients. And I, again, I just was not expecting the kind of change that it, it brought on. I just really, the level of awareness is, is, insane. And I feel so deeply honored to be able to start sharing this work with you all. And so with that, I will be graduating from this program in a few months. Um, we're 
we're pretty much done with the actual material portion of, of the course. And so I will be ready to take full-time clients starting at the end or mid April. And I'm going to be looking for, I think right now my max will be six, six women to work with and, and, the range of work that we will be working on um, will will vary greatly. But if you are just ready for a little bit more support in your journey in healing the relationship you have to your body image and food and exercise and just wanting that deeper awareness with yourself and just how to really understand and get clear on what it is that you want for your life and how to actually make choices that feel in alignment with that, um, let me know. I would love to be a part of your journey and that my availability will open up in, in April. So if that's something, you know, you want to do, send me an email. Hello at Stephanie Dankelson, stephanie-dankelson.com. And we will have a discovery call and see if that would be something that would work for both you and I, and we'll get you on the priority list for my availability in April. So get excited for that. (laughs) I, yeah, I cannot wait to share this work with you all. It's seriously, yeah, it's, it's so exciting. (laughs) And a lot, kind of along those lines, if, if you are wanting deeper support and that's something you want to participate in now, I have actually decided to create a, a private Facebook group. It's called the body acceptance support group. And the goal behind that is just to create a little bit more of a community around healing the relationship we have to our bodies and food and exercise and all of the stuff in between. Um, you know, anything from perfectionism, people pleasing to, um, I mean, honestly, there's a wide variety of things that this work covers. And so, um, I wanted to, even though I share a lot of my experience and a lot of my work and tips and stuff on my podcast and on my Instagram and in social media in general, this support group, it will just give you a little bit deeper of, um, support from me, but then also the community. And I will be sort of lining up assignments that will go with each podcast release on Thursdays. And so we will dive in just a little bit deeper with whatever topic is covered in the podcast. I'll have an assignment and just some, some extra questions and and deeper work to dive into in healing again, going into your own relationship and, and your journey with, with all of this. So that'll just help just give you a little bit more to work with. And again, a little bit more support from me. So if that is something you're interested in, everything, everything you will ever need will always be in the show notes. So you can hop on over there. The link to join is, is in the show notes and I will, um, would love to, to have you over there. Those are sort of all of the housekeeping, uh, news bits that you'll need to know for the next few months. And I, let's dive into today's topic. So I wanted to dive into New Year's resolutions, specifically ones set around weight loss or health. And uh, I mean, you all know my thoughts on this. There's just so much information nowadays in just around body and exercise and meal plans and and how you should look and weight loss and all of this kind of stuff. And again, my goal here and my goal with all of this is not to create shame around those things, but to really just help you understand 
you are the filter of all information in your life and you are the end all end all be all decision maker for what it is that you want for your life. And so my goal is just to help you get a little bit more clear on what it is that you want and then to be able to be that filter for your life so you can decide, okay, that works, that doesn't work, rather than relying, like having to rely on people to tell you what to do and rather than having to rely on people for your next steps, rather than feeling pressured by society or all of these external sources that tell you you should look and be a certain way in order to be healthy and live your best life. Because I don't believe anybody else can decide those things for us. Only we know how we feel in our bodies. And so just really being able to get clear on what it is that we want is super important in making decisions that feel really good for us as individuals. So that's my goal with all of this. I do not want to create shame around the information that's out there. I just want to help you be able to apply what works for you. So I'll talk a lot from experience because this is the best way for me to sometimes be able to explain some of this information so that, um, it just makes a little bit more sense. And, um, it's, I was, yeah, I was always the person to set goals around weight loss and a lot of my new year's resolutions and a lot of my goal setting came from that place of fear. And it was usually out of this mindset of like, Oh, well, I fell on track over the holidays. And so I need to get back on track. And so I need to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm finally going to get that body I've always envisioned. And I'm finally going to get healthy and all of this kind of stuff. And for most of us, I mean, it's so easy with the information that's out there today. Health is bucketed in such a small, small way where it's really highly tied to the way we look. And so a lot of us base health off of a certain body size. And I think that's why so many of us get to you know, March or April or May or somewhere in the middle of the year feeling really defeated and frustrated and as if we've failed somehow because we haven't reached that goal or we haven't reached that body size. And so we end up, I guess, I hate the term throwing in the towel, whatever that means, but we end up just kind of losing all hope and resorting back to old behaviors. And gosh, I mean, there's just so many things that are kind of connected in all of this, but what I really want to focus today on is what it means to set intentions and goals out of a place of love and just how we can sort of shift that, uh, that end goal from being this like end all be all place of happiness to how we can achieve happiness and the things that we want on a day-to-day basis while in progress or while in um, pursuit of a goal. And when it comes to weight loss, there's a few questions I I have if that's your end goal. One, is weight loss your end goal because you want to feel healthier? Um, is it because you feel uncomfortable in your body and you think that weight loss will bring you certain things? Um, is it because you think that weight loss will help you feel worthiness or is it, you know, are you feeling external pressure to get to a certain size so that you can feel X, Y, and Z? (laughs) The thing I'm trying to get to here is what do you think weight loss will bring you? And specifically, what feelings do you think weight loss will bring you? 
because so many of us make weight loss the main focus because we're missing something in our day-to-day lives. There's something that we're not truly in alignment with, and we think weight loss will bring us those things that we're searching for. Typically, we think weight loss will help us feel worthy, and some of this stuff is like a subconscious level, but some these are things that I've as I started doing more and more of this work, I've uncovered some of this stuff. And so for me, I thought weight loss was going to help me feel more accepted. Um, it was a lot of out of fear of rejection. And so I thought if I looked a certain way, I would be accepted and therefore I would, I would bypass that rejection, um, in my day-to-day life. Um, I thought weight loss would help me feel more lovable. Um, I thought weight loss would help me feel, um, freedom I thought that it would help me feel more happy, that would bring me more happiness. So I placed all of those things in weight loss. And what I, I also thought, you know, just because of the mis, the skewed perception of what health means, I thought that by being a certain size, by having six pack abs, by being able to fit into a size zero, then I would truly embody health. And if you've been, again, following me for a while, I hope you're starting to understand that that is not necessarily true um, for the majority of people. And health is, there's such a larger bucket of what health actually means, especially for an, as an individual, on an individual basis. Um, there's not a one, a one type fits all when it comes to health. And so that's really <laughs> what I'm hoping to to help communicate and to really help spread the message on. So that's really step number one. Why is weight loss your end goal? And if it is to obtain a certain feeling, let's dig into that. Let's challenge that. Because again, in just in a lot of things in my life, when I play the when then game, I'm learning that the journey to getting to that goal is miserable, one. But then two, usually when I get to that end goal, that feeling still doesn't happen because I'm not doing something or something is off internally. There's some more digging, some more work that needs to be done internally. And when we place all of our goals in the external, typically... 90% of the time, we're going to find that that thing does not bring us what we were hoping it would bring because we haven't done the work inside of us. We haven't done the work internally. And so when it comes to playing the when-then game, get really clear on what feeling you're trying to manifest. And so when you have that feeling, when you have that, that feeling identified, Let's talk about how we can start bringing that feeling into our day-to-day lives. And I'm just going to use an example of something that I've currently been working on um, around abundance. Typically, when um, I, for the majority of my life, have lived from a lack or scarcity mindset, and there was so much fear behind not having enough, not being enough. And so a lot of my actions would then be made from a place of scarcity and fear, and it would feel really forced, or it would feel really off, it would feel really icky, and it would feel um, just not good. And so I've been really trying to practice bringing in abundance on a day-to-day basis. 
basis because for a really long time, and I'm going to bring up money because I think that this can be applicable to a lot of people, but I think scarcity and abundance is something that is really common today when it it comes to a large variety of, of things. But for me specifically, I thought I would only be able to feel any kind of abundance when all of my student loans or all of my debt was paid off. And so every single decision around money was either out of avoidance, it was out of fear, it was out of a scarcity or a lack mindset because, and I sort of put off, you know, goals, dreams, anything around uh, manifesting more of what I wanted in my life because until like, well, I can't do that until my student loans are paid off. That's not possible until those things are paid off. And so again, I was living from this place of lack and living from this place of scarcity. So rather than place, I will only feel abundant when those things are paid off. I've been practicing inviting more of that feeling of abundance into my day-to-day life. And again, I'm coming back to the feeling piece because that's the piece that's most important. And so a great exercise that, that you can practice and that Um, will help you really understand what that feeling you're trying to manifest feels like in your body is to either really get clear or picture a time where you've felt those things in your life already or create a scenario in your head of like, okay, well, what does that feeling feel like? And so for me, I, in order to understand like what abundance really, really feels like, um, I've pictured what, what that looks like for me. And so, you know, I've, I envision, you know, my dream office and my calendar full of things that I really love doing and having a bank account that reflects a number that, you know, ideally would feel really abundant. And I bring that feeling into my body and I identify in my body what that sensation feels like. So for me, I feel such openness in my heart space. I feel a lightness. There's an airiness. I feel really, um, yeah, just super open (laughs) in my heart space. Really? I, and like name it when you're envisioning those things, name it and feel it in your body and sit with it. And so now when I start realizing I'm making these choices out of a lack mindset, I get quiet and I sit with myself and I bring in that feeling of abundance. And the thing that happens when we're living from that place of that feeling that we're trying to manifest and we're living from that place, we make choices that end up feeling really good. We make choices out of love. We make choices that um, aren't in this fear-based place, which end up, I think, getting us farther and farther away from our goals because we're, we're living out of fear rather than living from this place of love. And so when I'm feeling really abundant, I, I make choices that come from this place of love rather than this place of, of scarcity and lack. Um, I am more likely to invest in myself, you know, making smart choices. I mean, again, still like I'm not, there's a difference I think between being, um, mindful and being, I guess, irresponsible, um, when it comes to like money, (laughs) but I'm able to make smart choices in investing in myself. That'll eventually get me to where I want to be going. I make choices that, um, make me feel happier because I'm not waiting for this end goal of paying off my student loans to do things in my life that I know will bring me happiness right now. And I can still do so in a way that's extremely mindful, in a way that's extremely smart. Um, 
that in a, in a way that I've defined. Um, I can still afford my bills and make, you know, and, and contribute to my savings all while still making choices that feel abundant, that feel really good. And that I'm still investing in myself rather than just waiting to do things because I'm too afraid because I don't trust myself to pay off my loans. <laughs> so that's kind of an example of just really inviting in and getting super clear on the feeling that you're trying to get at the end of all of this and inviting more of it into your day-to-day life. Because again, your decisions are going to feel really, really good when you're already living from that place. Um, so why is it that you want to lose weight in terms of what feeling are you trying to manifest and how can you do that on a day-to-day basis right now? So that exercise is really good to do when you're trying to manifest certain feelings like abundance or, um, freedom or happiness or, you know, certain feelings that you're trying to obtain freedom, whatever that is by trying to, you know, if you're thinking weight loss will give you those things, that's a really great exercise to do to invite more of those feelings in on a day-to-day basis. If, if there's, if it goes a little bit deeper to where weight loss, you think weight loss will help you be more lovable, will help you be, um, worthy or bring you those types of things, this work goes a little bit deeper. And, and this, I've talked about core beliefs a lot. You'll again, hear me talk about core beliefs a lot on the next season, but this is really such important work because our core beliefs dictate all of our actions. And so if we're solely focusing on changing a behavior, but we're not taking a deeper look into where that behavior is being driven from, then we're never truly going to get to the end result that we want because it's everything is being driven from this negative core belief. So if your end goal is to lose weight so that you will feel enough, so that you will feel accepted, so that you will feel worthy, and that's where you're placing all of your energy, but you're not understanding or taking a look at where that belief is coming from, or that you're not aware that you have a negative core belief of I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, I'm not enough, I will always be rejected, then it, it's just never, it's just never going to work. When we focus on the external and relying on the external to change the way that we feel about ourselves, it's it's never going to truly, truly provide that deep internal change that we're, we're really seeking. And the only way for us to get to that place of true, true acceptance for ourselves, um, to actually feel that deep worthiness and know that we're enough, we have to do the work ourselves. We cannot rely on the external to provide that for us. And so I know for so many years, I I put everything, I put the way that I felt about myself in general, in the hands of the external, in the hands of people in my life, in circumstances in my life, in the way that my life went, if things did not go to plan or, or even when I did place everything in the external and those people provided me the love that I was searching for, or the, you know, I did get the, the, the grade that I was hoping for. I never truly felt the way that I wanted to feel. And after doing the internal work, it's like, I now know that I'm the only person 
that can truly know and provide and, and be the worth that I was searching for in the external world. And so I invite you, if you are placing everything in the external, if you're relying on people or if you're relying on your, the external body, um, or anything external to provide you that the worth to provide you with the worth that you're seeking to just, I invite you to just start to go a little bit deeper internally. What core belief is driving that external behavior because, and again, I've talked about this so many times before. I have an episode in season one all about core beliefs you can go back and listen to, but just the way it works is like if we have a negative core belief that or positive, either one, whatever belief that we have, that's going to dictate the thoughts that we have about ourselves. Those thoughts that we have about ourselves are going to dictate our feelings. Those feelings are going to dictate our, dictate our actions in our lives. And then those actions will then dictate our results. And so if everything is being driven by this negative core belief, we're always going to have results that don't align with what we want, truly what we want. So start working backwards. What is it that you want in your life and take it out of the external? How is it that you want to feel about yourself and what needs to happen? What core belief needs to be in place in order for that to happen? So for me, I was relying so much on my external world to make me feel worthiness, to um, provide love, but really, I just needed to work on my the way I felt about myself. I truly, deep down, didn't feel I was worthy. I truly, deep down, didn't feel like I was um, lovable. And so the process has been really shifting those core beliefs and understanding that I am worthy. Um, we can also use the words, I am in the process of knowing my worth, which helps feel a little bit less um, dramatic. <laughs> when we're shifting from such a negative core belief to a positive one. Um, you can use the process. I am in the process statements to help make that transition a little bit easier. So just question if you're using your journey of weight loss to help you feel more worthy, just know that that end result will never make you feel the way you truly want to be feeling unless you do that internal work yourself. So that's just another piece I wanted to help um, bring some light to. And go back and listen to that core beliefs episode. And um, I'm trying to remember what number that is, but it was close to the end of season one. So that that goes into a lot of the details on shifting them and how you can start doing that. So those are two really big pieces in understanding um, why weight loss might be your end goal. Another, like, so the final piece, so the final piece I want to dive into is if you're looking at this year and you've been sort of taught or told that weight loss is the end all be all definition of true health to provide you with just a little bit more of a wider range of health, um, if, if truly feeling better in your body is something that you want to, if, if that's something that you're on a journey to feel, let's expand the definition of health. And so I just, this season does a really, my guests do an amazing job of breaking that open and really diving into 
the wide variety of health rather than weight loss being that end all be all definition. Um, so we'll have such much more amazing content on that coming up, but just to help start getting your wheels turning, um, there's just a few different directions or a few different things I want to explain. So let's start off first by removing weight loss as the end goal. Sometimes weight loss, I think what has happened over the years is that these, some behaviors we've participated in behaviors like, um, eating a certain way or exercising and weight loss happened to be kind of a side effect of those things. And so it has become this thing of, okay, well, weight loss, that is the way you get healthy. When in reality, I think it was just a, a, some, a, a something that happened as people started participating in these different ways of being. And so we've just taken that and made it, you know, the, the, the end goal. But I want to remove that. I want to challenge you to remove that as the end goal. And let's just get extremely clear on the things that feel good in your body. And that can be so many different things. And one way to do this is to define what the best version of you feels like. And there can be a wide variety of feelings here. It can be happiness. It can be energized, freedom, connected, trust, a wide variety of feelings. Really get clear on the best version of you and what that person feels like. Just focus on feelings. And health can be this journey of connecting with the way that your higher self feels on a day-to-day basis. And that can be through such a wide variety of things. That can be through, you know, eating foods that just feel really good. And that can be whether you want to feel extremely energized, if you want to feel some sense of comfort, um, like you completely define that. For me, I know there are days where I have a lot of stuff to do. So I make my food choices that'll help me bring me a lot of energy so that I can get those things done. And then there are days where I want to curl up on the couch with a good book and I want to feel comfort from my food. So I choose food that make me feel really comforted. Um, your higher self can be, it can be, um, learning how to deal with your emotions so that, um, on a healthy or in a healthy way so that you're not suppressing or numbing them. What does that look like? Healthy can be, um, removing shame from your day-to-day life and getting curious instead. And instead of being judgmental with your decisions, you can start understanding, okay, well, what could I have done differently? That would make me, um, that maybe would have made me feel a little bit better or how can I get more curious around that or interesting? Why did I, why did I act that way? Is there something else that I need to work on? Like, I think health is learning how to deal with your emotions as they come up. And what does that mean for you? Health can be, you know, especially for us women, like, are you getting your period on a regular basis? What does your cycle look like? How are your hormones? Um, because if we're focusing solely on weight loss, that can get lost. And we might not actually be truly healthy if we're not um, cycling regularly, if we're not, um, if our hormones aren't balanced out, um, if we're not fueling ourselves enough. Um, 
healthy can be participating in things that truly bring you joy and not always having to be in the hustle and playing more often and finding relationships that actually bring you true connection, whether that be a better relationship with yourself or a better relationship with your friends. Um, I mean, there is such a large variety of things that you can participate in that contribute to your overall health. Um, what kind of exercise are you doing? Are you solely focusing on things that you think you should be doing like hit workouts or long miles of running? Or are you participating in an exercise that truly brings you joy that, um, are you redefining your relationship with, or, um, redefining, you know, what exercise has to look like? Because I think we're fed things that we should be doing when in reality, movement can be on a wide spectrum, you know, cleaning the house can be your exercise for the day or dancing or going to a yoga class or, um, going to a Zumba class or, I mean, going for a walk with your dog around the block. There are just so many different ways we can move our bodies and we don't have to do so out of force or punishment or hate. It can be purely from a place of moving my body today feels nice. What, what would bring me joy? What do I feel like doing today and making decisions out of, out of that space? I think we again just put health in this small box but what does health look like for you and how can you define that and i think by getting extremely clear on how we want to be feeling on a day-to-day basis what what our higher self or best version of ourself feels like all of the time like what does she or she or he feel like that way we know okay this decision will help me get to that higher version because I know when I do this, I will feel this way and that aligns with who I want to be rather than placing all of our end goals or all of our end all be all feeling or like placing everything in an external result or an external goal. It just feels so much better to come from um, an internal place and from a place of you have defined what all of this means opposed to having all of this external pressure on what you should be doing. Just the thing, again, I want to always keep coming back to is you are the decision maker of your life. And I think for so many of us, we haven't taken the time to to fully understand what it is that we want and what it is that, um, and I, I don't think we've taken... I don't think we understand sometimes that like we can make our own decisions without the opinions or uh, without needing anyone else to, to help us with those things. And I think for some of us who, especially me as a people pleaser, as someone who has identified as a people pleaser for so many years, I tended to make decisions out of fear and out of a place of like needing everyone's opinion. Um, I didn't fully trust myself to make decisions for myself. And so I really want to use my work to help you feel confident in making decisions for yourself so that you can truly be the decision maker of your life and that you can decide and filter what information can be applicable to you and what just doesn't work. And it's okay to do that. (laughs) 
I want, I just so hope, I mean, that's, that's the end goal of all of my work is to help you feel safe enough in your body to know that you can make the decisions that you want in this life. And you will trust, you can trust yourself to figure out whatever outcome comes your way. So those are all, it's kind of a long-winded way of, again, coming back to really dissecting why weight loss might be your end goal for the year and maybe shifting what that looks like and learning how to come back to your body and come to um, this place of getting curious with the way you're feeling internally rather than being so in the external for everything. Okay. <laughs> I think that was everything I I wanted to touch on today. My last piece of advice is if there are if I touched on things that you're not extremely clear on or you're not sure what, you know, you want to be feeling on a day-to-day basis, sit down and and make this time sacred for yourself. Make, make time for yourself to figure this stuff out. So I have this board in my office where I outline what my higher self feels like and how, you know, every time I'm feeling out of alignment or something feels off, I can invite those things back into my life and I can help um, make decisions based on, okay, well, I know that the best version of myself feels like this. What decision will help me get there? And that way, everything comes from this place of love and from this place of like, how do I want to feel right now? Because we have that choice in every single moment, every single minute of every day. We are able to make decisions that feel really good to us. And I think something else that's important to note is if we're by solely focusing on those feelings, our choices and decisions can shift and mold and flow based on what it is we want to achieve in that moment. So we're sort of creating these, these expandable, uh, moldable boundaries rather than these super harsh rules that we have to follow every minute of every day. We're solely just going by how we're feeling. And so everything can anything can change. It's all up to you. And that feels so much better than needing to follow a certain rule so that you can reach a certain goal. Um, especially if that thing doesn't feel good in that moment. (laughs) Um, something else that has something else you can do as a little bonus tip in, in while you're creating all of these things and how you want to feel what your higher self looks like or the best version of yourself, what she, she or he looks like, or feels not looks like, but feels like what that feels like. Um, I've also created, you know, I've gotten really clear on what things in my life bring me energy, what, what things in my life help me get to that version of myself and what things typically take away my energy and what things really typically don't feel good. Again, these things can shift, but for the most part, I know that comparison and, um, too much, TV or too much scrolling or not enough sleep, typically those things will drain my energy and not contribute to the highest version of myself. Sometimes I still participate in those things. I think the important thing here is to then just be aware and to know like, hmm, okay, I might've been avoiding something by, by watching six hours of Netflix today. That's okay. But how can I get curious about that behavior? 
just a side note there. Don't, I don't want you to create, I don't want this to be a shame filled thing. Everything comes from compassion. That is so key here. Um, but then like some of my energy givers, I know nature and yoga and creating and dancing and, um, going for a walk with my dog, like those types of things, 99% of the time bring me some sort of energy and some sort of joy in my life. And they connect me to the highest version of myself. And so when I'm feeling icky, I will typically turn to these things to help me get back into alignment with what feels really good. So that's also a really great exercise to participate in is just to get really clear on the things that bring you energy and the things that don't. And um, typically when you're participating in the things that that will suck your energy, there's something out of alignment there and then you can get curious. Um, Little side note, a lot of little side notes in this episode. So I hope that this was helpful. I, I just, I know that the frustration that comes with setting goals or setting, um, these resolutions when they come from this place of fear and this place of like forced action. And, um, you know, we typically will find ourselves a few months down the road feeling really defeated and frustrated. And, uh, if we don't sit down and question, why are we setting these intentions? Why are we, um, setting these goals? What is it that I actually want to be feeling and kind of shifting, maybe shifting some of the goals that you have written out now to, um, feel a little bit better. And then now you can start getting curious about, okay, what is my core belief around this? And how is it that I actually want to feel? And how can I invite that feeling into my day to day rather than relying on the end goal to provide that for me? You know, be, be what it is you're trying to, to attract, um, and I think that that has, has been really helpful in just, just feeling more in alignment with the best version of myself. Um, let me know if you have any questions around this. I will be posting a, a little mini activity in the Facebook group around this. So if you want to dig into this a little bit more, come in and, and join me over there. Again, you can request to join in the, the link in my show notes. The like, I think I mentioned this at the beginning, but the group is called uh, Body Acceptance Support Group. And again, we touch on a wide variety of topics. So um, come join us over there. And... I hope you are having a wonderful 2019. I'm so excited for our, for everything this year is going to bring. And again, thank you so much for being here. I truly, uh, your support and um, yeah, your your support means more than you know. And I'm just truly honored to be able to do this work and to share all of this with you. So have a wonderful rest of your week and we will all chat soon. Thank you so, so much for listening and for being here with me. If you want more resources, pop on over to www.stephanie-dankelson.com. And until next time, stay radiant.